news and interviews from across the world and right here in the central Susquehanna Valley. This is WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much, Rob Center. Appropriate bumper music to get us into this show. Sticks, fabulous music. So we appreciate all of his help and hard work. On the news line with us now, Susan Mathias, the Chief Executive Officer, Transitions of uh, Pennsylvania. We've been talking about Domestic Violence Awareness Month, but we're going to kind of do a check-in and find out what's happening elsewhere in the agency. Good morning, Susan. Thanks for calling in today. Good morning, Mark. I hope you're doing well. Oh, I'm, I'm doing just fine, and I, I wish very much the same for you and uh, your husband. I'm we're uh, lucky enough to uh, say we're acquaintances with both, so I appreciate that. Uh, let's talk about the growth of transitions uh, during your tenure. We're going to talk about a retirement a little bit later on, but during your tenure and, and over the decades, uh, transitions just pe- keeps finding more needs in the community and addressing those needs and growing and stepping up. Tell us about all of that. I'm so proud of of what's been accomplished over the 45 years plus now that Transitions has been in the Valley, um, offering safety and education and advocacy for victims of domestic violence, sexual assault, human trafficking, stalking. And we also serve victims of other crimes um, under the, the... providing state benefits and and assistance for victims of other kinds as well. So we're here, uh, we're trying to be as holistic as we can from the cradle to the grave as far as, you know, finding ways to help keep people safe and, uh, and healthy and happy. So I'm so proud of it. We have, we're up to about 42 employees now. Uh, When I started in, gosh, eight years ago, we had 13 but there's a national recognition now of of the need for more services for victims for communities like ours, and, and we're so happy to be able to access them. And we have an amazingly uh, generous community that supports us. So we have all the features of, of uh, being able to keep going to provide services and keep growing. Well, you have a larger footprint. You're doing more services. You have more shelters. You have more education. I mean, you, whatever the need was, you did more to, to meet that need and continue to grow. You, If there's one thing the pandemic has done for everybody everywhere, it's sort of pulled the lid off on things that maybe we didn't think about or know about or, or thought about previously. Is, is it possible to summarize briefly how the pandemic impacted the work and efforts of Transitions of PA? Well, we were really lucky, and I'm really happy that we were well prepared to go remote at the time the pandemic hit. Um, Things were going well for us. Uh, We did get our renovation done at our safe house out in Shamoke, and we have um, six rooms there, and it's a beautiful home. Um, We got that renovation completed. All of our employees are set up with um, PCs and phones, and we have seven different offices around the three counties. So we're all we were already all over the place, and and uh, now we're just fine tuning our ability to work uh, remotely in a cohesive way. So, yeah, we're uh, we're doing really well. I was so pleased when the governor said that we were essential services because we are essential services. You know, safety in in the home and and uh, making sure people are getting food and have a roof over their head is, is part of all of the formula for having a good, healthy, safe community. 
One of the jobs that you do is you make sure that all of the local lawmakers, state senators, and local representatives have every piece of information they could possibly need to affect a positive change <laughs> from the Harrisburg area, right? So Yeah, I work really hard on that for sure. There's a lot of legislation that's been passed that um and and we really have um with Gordner and Yaw and and uh our legislators Culver and, and Rao and Mosser, we have good strong support and that's really really helpful for us because we have legislation that needs to be passed and they listen to us so yeah i'm happy to talk about the legislation that's coming and passed if you want yes please do that's what i'd like you to say okay great thank you yeah um you know when i first started uh, we realized that human trafficking was an issue in this area we were getting calls we were aware of what was happening particularly on the internet with the growth of access to children and and illicit pictures of children um, so we really started working hard on the comprehensive human trafficking bill and, and worked with our coalitions to get a bill passed that took us out of the dark ages in Pennsylvania and we continue to fine-tune and improve that bill uh, child sexual assault is is still a really close partner in human trafficking, and so that's an area where we've seen a lot of growth, and in our staff effort has grown as well as we try to stay on top of that. But that happened in 2015, but since then we've had some other <laughs> significant legislation. I'm really proud of the fact that we're close to having. Well, not only did we lift the statute of limitations on, on sexual assault, uh, now we are working uh, with one more uh, pass at the voters and the elect and the uh, and our elected officials to pass um, a two-year window that allows people that were abused uh, by institutions, uh, individuals who worked for institutions, the institutions didn't protect them. Um, so that's another, the two-year window will be on the ballot hopefully next fall, not this fall, but next fall, and we'll need support from people on that. There's some old laws too. I mean, there's a there's a law in the book that says if, if, um, if you're raped, that uh, if, and a child grows out of that rape, that the rapist who may be incarcerated even still, hopefully is, um, can still have parental rights and assert parental rights over the child. And that law is getting hopefully passed this year. So that's an example of something we're working toward right now. So. Well, I think people summary of a couple different things. Right, we're people, working on. people may think that uh, uh, laws are sufficient at the moment, uh, but uh, there's there's always more to do and more improvements and more changes and then more revisions from things that may have been uh, passed uh, years ago. Uh, let's mm -hmm. talk about your mm -hmm. tenure there. Uh, we know you're about to retire, so t tell us uh, what uh, kind of led to that decision and just give us a glimpse of of that. <laughs> glimpse of my retirement. Uh, yeah, that's a really nice sentence. I'm still trying to put my wrap my head around that. I'm 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 tired. You know, I I turned 68 this month, um, this coming month, and and it's just time for me to slow down a little bit. I'm always going to be a part of transitions. I was a volunteer for years, 10 years or more before, and I'll continue to be a part uh, and do whatever I can to support. Uh, the new person who comes in and make sure that the staff uh, gets what continues to get their what they need so they can serve people in the community and so highlights I'm, you know 
<laughs> what? I'd love to say I was going to hop on a plane, but that apparently isn't in the cards right now. So. <laughs> well, you can. You just have to sanitize, get your test, uh, wear your mask, and socially distance. But other than that, it's normal. Um, <laughs> let's talk about some of the highlights of your... When did you start? I think of you as maybe being on board maybe about eight years or so. That's right. That's okay, right. good. I okay, so lucky guess. I had been the... Um, the Director, executive director in Wise Options in Williamsport and Liberty House as well, which is a homelessness program for women and children before coming here. And before that, I worked for Congressman Carney. So, okay. And uh, highlights, I, I think, of the opening of the Shemokin House, and then the low light of the fire, and then the reopening of the Shemokin House. Tell us about that. Yeah, we're we're um, we made it uh, a better place. It's a it's a wonderful old stone house in Shimokin, and we have eight rooms there. Uh, no, six rooms. I'm sorry, um, that we where we house people, and we we are being very safe so that people can come into our safe houses. Uh, if if we reach capacity, which we often do, we ho- we hotel people, um, and so we have continued to provide safe housing. Um, the housing was slow initially with the pandemic, um, and, and everything kind of slowed down for uh, about a, uh, less than a month, and then things started picking up. And when we went out of what we call re- called red at the time, uh, and doors opened up, I think there was uh, there were a lot of people who were seeking help. You know, there are two hundred thousand people, about two hundred thousand people in the three counties we serve. So, um, you know, about percent a year reach out to us for help and so we're we're um, we're always there for them and uh, we you know some of the expansion of services that I'm really proud of because I said talked about a holistic approach now, certainly we're in the schools and um, providing as much education about healthy relationships and um, being safe as a child um, but in addition some of our improvements that we've that we've made include um, we opened up a transitions legal center. It's hard to find an attorney who will work with you through the difficult process of custody and divorce. And so now we have no cost legal services for victims of domestic violence and sexual assault. Um, and that's been a really uh, very heavily used. Everything we open up to as an additional service gets heavily used. Our counseling program is very robust. We have a couple therapists. We have um, crisis counselors. And we provide individual and group counseling. And that just continues to grow and, and was active, has been active through the whole process. And, and though we have a waiting list that we're always trying to make sure we're we're uh, finding resources for. In the counseling area, we opened up a custody exchange and visitation center, the Feral Family Justice Center in Sunbury. So, I well, mean, let me we stop you there. I have to just ask one sure. more one more quickie question. <laughs> under, sure. under what circumstances would you see Drew Kelly, uh, the Miller Center <laughs> in 94KX, and Harvey Edwards, and me <laughs> in a tall pair of red high-heeled pumps? Anything come to mind? <laughs> 
<laughs> that was so amazing. I, uh, yeah, the events that we've held, we've had some great, great times. And Harvey's been on the board the whole time that I've been on the transitions board the whole time that I've been uh, involved with transitions. And he's an amazing resource. Um, and he's helping us with um, diversity training and anti-racism work as well. So he's he's just an amazing resource. Well, that was a and, fun. And <laughs> uh, what was that? Walk a mile in her shoes. I think it was called. Right. Right. Okay. Right. 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 We we're going to continue to. Do do a walk uh, once we open Without up high again. Heels. We'll be having having walks, but we're probably not going to do the high heels. Um, but <laughs> we are conti- continue to walks for no more. So we're going to have public events as well. Well, I still have my clunky uh, size 12 uh, red <laughs> ultra-high, uh, like 80s shoes. Not really pumps. They're more like 80s shoes with the big soles. Well, thank you so much for the interview and your time and the information. And thanks for all you've done and thanks for all you're doing. Uh, you said you were tired, and the reason is that you worked exhaustively to make sure that uh, the whole place is uh, growing and moving forward. So you deserve a lot of thanks from a lot of people. People who have been touched by your your hard work, uh, you know, you're kind of in the background at times when people are delivering the services of transitions. But uh, uh, you're there with the guidance and steering and, and making sure that that happens. So uh, we appreciate Thank you so that. Much. Well, you bet, Susan. Mm-hmm. We will certainly talk again. Thank you again. Take care.